Megan. I'm here with Evan, and we are on our second episode of Parent Stuff. Thanks for having me on, Christy. Excited. Hey, Evan. Any time with you is a good time. We have worked together a long time trying to help families. That's exactly right. So I thought the best thing we could do today is just talk about parent stuff and help some of our simple church families. Absolutely, because it's kind of ironic. You work with preschool and younger kids and have teenagers, and I work with teenagers and have younger kids, so we're a good compliment. We are, and so I can tell you all the things that I've done wrong, and then maybe you won't do those wrong with your kids when they're teenagers. I'm sure we'll do plenty wrong, but (laughs) we're trying to figure it out. That's right, and really that's kind of what... Parenting just is. It's hard. There's no exact manual. Um, Unfortunately, it's not one size fits all. Everything's different. And we're just trying to figure it out, too. Absolutely. I think I'm the youngest kids in the office now, so I get the benefit of all of y'all that are a little bit down the road and learning from you guys and you and Justin and Bill McConaughey I still meet with every month as a girl dad that I really look up to and all these people that are trying to raise kids and look back and what they could have done different. And that's really what the FX whole thing's kind of about, that we're trying to help families win and learn from other people now. Yeah, and and the family upgrade, you know, if you haven't got to listen to the message last week, um, it's really just taking time to evaluate where your family is, and then, you know, typically our families aren't all in, you know, just terrible shape. Sometimes we are, and at different times in our lives we are, but we can just always be better. So there's just small things that we want to help you as parents realize that you can just put into your everyday life to make things better. Absolutely. I think about the upgrade analogy Justin was talking about, and I'm kind of a tech guy. And if you don't you do that, You are the, definitely I'm, a tech guy, definitely. not kind of. <laughs> but I think about when you don't do your software upgrades. There's some people that I'll go and try to help them. They'll ask me a problem on their computer. I was like, Maybe well, have me. You, have you done the upgrade? Hmm. They're like, no. It's like, how many have you missed? Like, I just keep putting it off. And it's like, you've missed three generations of upgrades on your computer. It's not going to be able to work right. You can't do those little things along the way, and eventually it ends up in a crisis. Stuff crashes. It doesn't work. But if you are trying to gradually just make things a little bit better as you go, it helps things to go more smoothly. Yes, that that's exactly what's wrong with my computer now. I have <laughs> there a you go. Those. I'll help you with it later. Thank you. Um, you know, as I have been focusing more on parents, and obviously we're not meeting in kids' area. We're making online stuff, but I miss the connection with the kids. But um, we've been talking so much about how we can connect with parents. And I'm I was thinking of how... You know, right when you become a parent and your little kids, I mean, I'll just never forget being in Target or Kroger and the kids are whining because they want something. And then the lady behind me, I'm frustrated and mad, says, you just better enjoy this because (laughs) it's going to come to an end. And um, at those moments, I'm like, yeah, this is never going to come to an end. The end can come soon. That's fine. Yeah. So you're in that stage where some days I'm sure it's like, oh, my goodness, like one more, you know, toddler or one more crying fit or something like that. And we can just kind of wish that those moments were gone. What we hope that you do is figure out how to embrace the moments and the phases that you're in now. So that's one of the reasons we created this FX box and, um, I do have teenagers, like you said, and there are things that, you know, I probably wished away when my kids were little, like I just can't wait till they get older um, and missed some valuable opportunities that I could have 
um, put a spiritual element in our home. We always brought them to church. You know, they never missed a Sunday. They've always volunteered and served. But just evaluating my own home um, and what my husband and I could have done differently um, so that they have spiritual uh, conversations with us and not just our church leaders. So I'm happy that we're kind of making some of these changes for you on your side when your kids are little um, so that you maybe won't wish all those experiences away and you'll figure out how to embrace those. And I know that y'all have done part of the FX box. So I wanted you to kind of tell us what it's like with your and the ages of your kids and and how that's going. Absolutely. So we have two daughters. Nora is five. She's about to start kindergarten. She's supposed to start tomorrow. We're recording on Wednesday and in the hurricane now because why wouldn't 2020 continue to be messed up right and so we're pray for you mallory answering please the (laughs) elementary phase for the first time and in a weird time and then eliza is two so she did not appreciate the fx box a lot we tried we went and did it with her but was probably a little young for that yes but nora really did love it we sat down and you gave us a box early we got to do it and kind of before everybody else and it is just a really great product i like to brag on you and your team and everybody that's a lot of work and it's a lot of stuff and it is a really really good thing that people Honestly, you should probably pay a lot of money for it. We're giving away for free. I've bought resources yeah, and right. family stuff, and there's a lot in there. I'm glad you brought that up. I love the fact that our church is able to offer that free. Early on, we talked about charging because it really does cost about 12 or so dollars to make each box. Um, but we have people in the church that, you know, just value our families and want to give and help with that. So we want to provide this resource free, so take it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so what's one of the components that y'all have done at home yeah. that you thought was good? So we did the object lesson. So there's a weekly object lesson. It seriously took five to six minutes. We did it over dinner a couple nights ago. And you sit down, and it has a verse that goes there with the family. So we tried to get Nora to repeat the verse with us, put scripture in her head in a fun way that she can go and do it. The pencil game was the first one we did. So it was a little activity that you try to balance the pencil on your nose, and she loved that and laughed at us trying to do it. And it was just something at dinner that we could add that we didn't have to go find, we didn't have to think about critically. And we know everybody's busy. We have friends that are in our phase that are exhausted and barely staying afloat. And you're like, oh, I just need one more thing to do. But it's pre-made. It's super easy. You put all the materials in the box and it is a really really great way for you to win as a family and have that conversation that those little gradual things over time are going to build up it's not like Nora immediately went back and started going and deep reading the bible at five (laughs) but she remembers those things and it's gradual over time that we're trying to build those things into her yeah so um, we tried to set up those parts of the box to where they would work in Um, a rhythm in your own family. So like at, if your family loves to get up early and have breakfast together every Saturday morning, then you might want to do an object lesson on Saturday morning. If you're not early risers or when your kids are grouchy in the mornings, don't (laughs) do that in the mornings, you know, do it um, for a dinner night when you have, you don't have to go to baseball and you don't have to go to cheer and you don't have to go to dance you don't have meetings like you actually have a few minutes to eat dinner together so it's not rushed and it if you do it over time it will become natural right because I, I think a lot of people are afraid like i don't know how to do a bible story i don't know how to teach my kid a verse 
but you don't really have to know anything. You just read it. Yeah, and you might learn something too as a parent. Yeah. <laughs> it's really a good thing that it reminds you and challenges us, and it's really hard to go and tell your kid something and then not do it yourself because they're going to start calling you on it. <laughs> Be they hypocritical. Will, and especially the older they get. And I, I think that that's actually one thing Justin and I were just talking about. You know, there's lots of um, parenting books and all kind of steps for this and that. But if we as parents really decided to model who Jesus is and our homes, then that's what that's what kind of parenting our kids need. They and it's just hard. need to see it. <laughs> it's but difficult. why can't we do that? I know for me I'm selfish. That's yeah. probably my biggest thing is I come home and you don't want to go play L O L dolls. You don't want to nope. give up you get that little bit of time before they're going to bed and you wanna do it your way or your agenda or you wanna rest and just zone out on your phone and Yeah. It is easy to do that. It's it is. difficult to be and disciplined. We're staff members, Absolutely. So that's what we're I'm trying pastor. To... You got the quotation marks. Yeah. I'm supposed to be the spiritual person. You all think that that's what happens in our homes. We're confessing. Absolutely. It doesn't. But we do know that it needs to. And like, that's why we're trying to put so much emphasis on this, that we even know in our homes, we need to be better at this. So we just want to give you easy tools to help you um, navigate that or just add that little bit of a spiritual element in your home. And there's fun stuff in there. So yeah. we were going to do our party tonight. We might wait with the hurricane one more night and <laughs> right. see what happens. But you put in there for the monthly fun activity uh -huh. that they would do a back-to-school party. So I remember growing up, my mom would let us cook and pick a favorite meal. That was our kind of back-to-school tradition. But we had something. And as like an adult, I look back on that like, that really was kind of cool. It was something special that wasn't really difficult. And this is one way to maybe save the little laminated sheet that's in the box and do a picture each year so you can look back and see that you put cupcake mix in the box. That's yeah. already worth five bucks right there. Yeah. And make cupcakes and let them decorate it and do something fun as a family. You don't have to spend any money. And you make a memory. And it's something that's really, again, easy. It's in there. And she's excited about her back to school party yeah yeah that's that's what we're trying to create so every month there'll be something fun so that we can just help you create that milestone memory and um you know as our kids are getting older we'll ask them things like do you remember when we did that do you remember this and almost everything they really remember is like a family celebration type yeah. event so if we can create these in our homes those are the memories our kids are going to have and it doesn't have to be huge blowouts. Yeah. It doesn't have to be with DJs and crazy and at altitude and all that stuff. It's just taking time and intentionally making those moments to pause and to celebrate together. And we're excited to get to do that, hopefully, tonight. <laughs> yeah, I hope you get to do it, too, because uh -huh. Nora's going to be sad if she doesn't start kindergarten on yeah, Thursday. Absolutely. What okay. a weird year. But, yeah, everything's changing. So our kids, at least, are going to maybe be more well adapted than we are at change. I hope so. Resilient. <laughs> yeah. That's a good word. Resilient. Yeah, that's good. And then I just think about working with teenagers too, that a lot of parents over the years, especially middle school age, is a transition and they feel like their kids are not fun and doing stuff with them anymore. They want to be distant from their parents, start pushing, and you only get that limited window yeah. where they really want to do stuff together. And I know you could speak more to that in that phase of having your kids get older and trying to find something in common to do with them and make it something fun that they want to be around you. But if you've had all those years starting at the kindergarten age where they enjoy being around, you have those family celebrations, it's got to be better when they get into middle school and help that transition that's difficult yeah. already. Well, because it just wouldn't be as weird. Right. You know, we had 
I think we were better at making those moments intentional when our kids were younger. Um, even though when you're in that phase of you feel like it's never going to end and it's super hard and you're exhausted. I was definitely more exhausted in that age. But I did make the time to play with them and, you know, do things that they love to do. As they got, like, middle school age, it was more awkward. You know, they sure. didn't really want to be around us. It's just awkward in general. They want, yeah, middle school's <laughs> tough. Middle school pastors are amazing. Um, they're, they're more awkward. They don't want to be around you. Well, they kind of do, but then their friends don't want to be around their parents. And so... We, that's kind of when we disengaged, not on purpose, but if I were to look back, it's when we just really didn't know how to communicate with them. Like sure. they talked to us like we were stupid. We talked, you know, we just weren't connecting. I, we would try, but whatever we said was, we Deaf didn't ears. know anything. If you have a middle schooler, you know this. Oh, yeah. um, especially parents that are trying to teach middle schoolers right now this is hard you know you're teaching them at school and you definitely don't know anything the teacher is always right <laughs> um but if we had continued doing those things through that phase the older they got the less weird i guess it would be and the more natural it would be right so one thing i think about my family doing growing up was games yes. we like playing board games and card games my dad's a big card shark and taught us how to play different stuff and we would play scrabble or whatever as a family and we did that all growing up and so when i was in middle school high school it wasn't as weird like you yeah. said and we still enjoyed playing games and we'll even play games now that they still come back and yeah now with nora we've been playing a mario kart on my iphone and that's something she likes and asked to do at the end of the day and i'll lay there with her and we'll talk about it and she gets to pick a character and do all the stuff and i'm trying to intentionally find something she enjoys that i can do with her so that it'll hopefully, as we grow, have something in common. We can find those things to do. And depending on what phase you're at, if you're in high school and you don't have anything in common with your kid, we did just put up some tabletop questions, the yes. fun things to do that each week on the FX.TV website that maybe you don't know how to come up with something or you might feel like it's weird. But if you ask them, hey, pick something out of this list, do something fun, and you get to choose. We have this much money to do it, and we'll go do whatever you want next weekend. And yeah, maybe that's something that that's helps so to break good. that ice. The, um, you know, as you can tell, we're just trying to give you tools that will help in your family. It's not a one-size-fits-all. Everything's not going to work for your family like it will at, at ours. But, um, but the one common factor is you really have to be intentional about it. Absolutely. It, it doesn't come natural. It's not easy. Just like anything in your life, it, you kind of almost have to plan knowing that you're going to do this. So... Um, this Sunday, we did launch the Table Talk um, for parents of middle school through um, 12th grade. And that's, again, just a tool. It's not something you have to do. But if you're wanting to open up communication with your teenagers um, and you don't really want to sit down with a box, although some of the kids, older kids could benefit from an FX box, but we know that not all of them are going to want to do that. So this is just a way to connect with them with three simple questions that relate to the message. So we're asking you to know, are your, are your teenagers probably going to get up at 930 and watch pre-service with you? I wouldn't have when I had a choice. I was drugged to church every Sunday morning early. Yes. And we don't want to drag our kids. We want them to want to come, <laughs> Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So at first, I was making my kids, I'm going to be honest, wake up and watch pre-service with us when it all went virtual. And that didn't go well. Like, that created, 
you know, them being mad in the house or they, they were up late because, you know, they haven't had a schedule in like six months. Oh, yeah. So that didn't go well. So we finally have been talking about that as a, as a staff. Like, why are we trying to get teenagers to watch the service at 930 or 10 o'clock when it's online That's and they right. can watch it anytime? So now what we're just asking you as parents to do is just encourage them or kind of give them a day like, we want you to watch the service by 6 o'clock Tuesday night because we're going to eat dinner together and we're just going to go over these three table talk questions that are easy and not really like in depth no, or yeah. hard. You don't have to look up scripture in your Bible, yeah, Bible scholar, or yep. anything like that. You just can talk about the questions. Like the first one this week was what's something in your house that you wish you could upgrade? Well, any teenager can answer that question. That's right. It's normally a piece of technology. Yes. PlayStation 5's coming out, new phone. <laughs> do you want to know what my 17-year-old said? I do want to know. Um, she wants a Tesla. She wants to upgrade her car. Why wouldn't you? Why not? We were <laughs> like, well, we weren't, wait, we were not <laughs> expecting that one. But they all had an answer. And it was funny to hear that answer and to hear what's really on their mind and what they're thinking. So... Um, you know, as parents of middle schoolers and high schoolers, just put that time in your schedule and go ahead and tell them ahead of time. Sunday morning, we texted them. Obviously, they weren't awake. I already <laughs> told you that. Um, just watch the service by six o'clock Sunday night. And that's for some reason, that's a night at our house when we don't have a lot going on. Protected. They don't have. That's rare. Yeah. And not every week, but this week it was. So we said, that's the night we're going to eat dinner together. That's the night we're going to talk. And it was great because sometimes when you have teenagers, you know, finding a conversation piece that they both want to talk about to their parents is difficult. Not easy. See, I don't have any of these problems in a different phase. My kids are already awake. God bless Mallory. She does it every Sunday morning by herself and takes care of them and wrangles them and keeps them fed and trying to be distracted. And they never stop talking. That's so, so true. <laughs> we try so to find, see? to steer the conversation to something important instead of the constant talk that is always going on in my house that's awesome yeah it's very different when you have teenagers so um but i guess what we're just trying to show you is you as a parent you will kind of have to change because what evan does now with his younger kids will be different than what i do but the point is to be intentional about figuring out how you can connect with them in your home and not just the teachers connecting with them or their church leaders at church they re it really is so important for us to figure out how, as a parent, to be that spiritual leader for them and to be that voice that they hear. Absolutely. And I just think uh, my experience, and I don't know if you'd agree with this or not, but that fifth grade to sixth grade middle school transition is probably the hardest because they're going in a different world. They're with older kids. They stop listening to what you're saying. Middle school's awkward anyway. There's hormones and all that other stuff. And I just think about all of our friends that are kind of in that early phase. If we can do this now and get this now – that when it gets to that phase, you've built this foundation, you've got those connection points, you can do that. And if it's you're an older kid, you're an older teenager, it's not too late to start, that you can yeah. try to go and start being intentional about it. And you might be a little bit behind or feel like you don't have what those other people have, but if you start doing something now, it will make a difference and still help to build that relationship because if they go to college, they move on, they're gone, you only get that little bit of time and you want to try to grab a hold of it now and use those tools that we gave you to make those connections. And you're trying to make me cry right now, right? <laughs> I was not on purpose. <laughs> it's just so true. And, you know, we can't, well, I joke all the time about all, all the things I wish I could have done differently. We know you can't go back and do things different. 
But when you do realize there's something that could have been different, you can start today and just make those changes. And really, it's for the legacy of your kids. You know, we parent like our parents parented us in some aspect or we're totally opposite because of how we were raised. Um, and so if we can teach our kids how to in turn teach their kids mm. when they have kids at home, it really becomes a legacy that we're leaving behind. And um, they'll always know that they learned that from their parents. Yeah. I think about my parents and I had great parents that yeah. they got invited by a neighbor to church when I was in probably first, second grade. And all of a sudden we were at church all the time. They both got baptized and got saved and were on fire and everything in my house was church. And sometimes I didn't like it, but looking back, I'm so glad that my parents did that. And one thing was Adventures and Odyssey. Do you know Adventures and oh, yes, Odyssey? Oh, yes, I know those We listened videos. to those on family car trips, the CDs, and I think about it now. And now when Nora goes to my mom's house, she's playing those CDs for Nora. Yeah. And it's just kind of cool that my mom poured into me and did that. I didn't always like it. It was not always fun. I cried moving up to sixth grade promotion Sunday. They had inflatables and a pizza party, and I refused to go in because my friend wasn't there and made my mom miserable. And that happens still <laughs> Absolutely. <now. laughs> and I'm so glad that she pushed and kept kept us going. And it took literally two years before I got to go to camp in seventh grade that I really made that breakthrough and started to follow God in my life. But at any point, it would have been easy for them to give up, to say, it's not worth the fight. We're just going to stay home. We're not going to do all this. Yeah. But it changed my life forever. And I'm so thankful that she fought through that and helped me to connect to other adults then that were there, but were still pouring into me and not giving up when it's hard. So we know it's difficult. I know it's hard for young parents. One thing Justin talked about this week is late night, date night. And so we had some friends the nights that we challenged them to do it. And they sent a picture in and they watched church because they'd been having difficulty watching on Sunday morning with both kids there under five. And they said it was great. They got to listen to church and be together and talked about it after. And it was a win. We're so um, scheduled or routined because church has always been on Sunday morning. That actual aspect of going to a building is Sunday morning. So I think we forget that now you can watch at any time. At your convenience. So as parents, like, take advantage of that. The The messages are up on Sunday afternoon. Anytime if you're, you know, it used to be an excuse, like, I have work or my kid has this ball tournament or whatever, and you really did miss, and that's fine. But now you don't have to miss. You can watch it whenever it's convenient for you or your family, but you do have to be intentional about it because the week will go by and you had every intention of watching it. Absolutely. And let's be honest, the average person right now watches four to six hours of screen time a day. We find time for things we like. We, all those series? <laughs> oh, man. yeah. You can binge a couple on shows. On Netflix, you can watch 13 in a row before Absolutely. you know Absolutely. Yeah. So take 30 to 45 minutes, watch the message as a couple, talk about it, discuss it, find a time when kids are in bed if you're in that phase, or get yeah. your teenagers to watch and then discuss it as a family at dinner. It's just something we're trying to figure out and encourage people to do, and you just think differently about it because yeah. you're used to what you know. And you're like, oh, I can do that. I give permission to do it on a Tuesday night because that's when your family's home and, and it's a schedule. And doesn't that feel good i like it i'm for it i like it too so um as you can tell that's just what we're going to talk about on parent stuff just different little small things we're not going to try to revolutionize your home overnight or give you like 10 steps um to do a day but um just thinking about little small things that you can add into your daily routine um that can encourage your kids um 
that can remind them that Jesus is always there. And man, don't we all need to hear that now um, when everything is crazy. So just speaking those truths at home is calming. It helps kids with anxiety. It helps us um, with our uneasy schedules. So if you can just be that voice for your kid, it's something that they will never forget. And going back to kid resources, one that we didn't talk about is the great stuff y'all put on YouTube. So if you follow the Simple Kids TV on YouTube, that you can go and get those videos. Nora loves the song. She'll sing the songs during the week, and she's internalizing the scripture and stuff that's going on. And it's a great product. Again, completely free. They can watch it on their iPad. You're probably giving them anyway to go watch something. Just yeah. turn on the YouTube channel first for them to watch the Simple Kids. So just subscribe to that channel, and you'll know anytime they get something from us, it's safe. Absolutely. And you don't have to watch, worry about that, and then they can can share it with their friends and they can watch it with their friends and you can tell they're your parents when um when kids or families are at your house for dinner and the kids need something to do let them watch that they may not sit down and watch the whole 20 minutes but there may be something that they'll catch so just little things that you can do in your home right now that are easy and free and you free. can't beat free yeah that's a big deal so um Thanks for trying to figure this out with us. Absolutely. If you want to talk to us, we're easy to find. Email us, Christy at the Simple Church, Evan at the Simple TV. We'd love to talk to you and help you. And if we can do something, let us know. We're just here to help. We love you. Good luck parenting. Thank you. Good luck at the hurricane. <laughs> Thanks. Even more. All right. See y'all. Bye. Bye.